Let us open our Bibles to Colossians chapter 3 for an opening passage of Scripture. What a wonderful privilege and opportunity today to be in the house of the Lord and to worship our great and glorious God and His Son, Jesus Christ. We have the Word of God, we have the house of God, the people of God, the Son of God, the Spirit of God. Let us apply ourselves to have grace whereby we may serve Him acceptably with reverence and godly fear. And yet with great joy to be in His house and to be saved by His precious redemption that is in His only begotten Son. I want to read to you the first 11 verses of this third chapter by way of introduction to our theme for this first assembly today. If ye then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. Set your affection on things above, not on things on the earth. For ye are dead, and your life is hid with Christ in God. When Christ who is our life, shall appear, then shall ye also appear with him in glory. Mortify, therefore, your members which are upon the earth, fornication, uncleanness, inordinate affection, evil concupiscence, and covetousness, which is idolatry, for which things' sake the wrath of God cometh on the children of disobedience in the which ye also walked some time, when ye lived in them. But now ye also put off all these, anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy communication out of your mouth. Lie not one to another, seeing that ye have put off the old man with his deeds, and have put on the new man, which is renewed in knowledge, after the image of him that created him. Where there is neither Greek nor Jew, circumcision nor uncircumcision, barbarian, Scythian, bond nor free, but Christ is all and in all. Amen Amen and amen. The rising of verse 1, where it says, If he then be risen with Christ, is from the twelfth verse of this second chapter, where it said about baptism wherein ye are risen with him through the faith of the operation of God. That is the rising again, our declaration in baptism that we are risen with Christ. That's the risen of verse 1 of chapter 3. It tells us because of that, we ought to set our affection above and our attention on things in heaven where Christ now sits at God's right hand even at this hour. It goes and tells us in the third verse, we are dead. And our life is hid with Christ in God. Our life has been purchased by the Lord Jesus Christ, and it should be lived to the glory of God, just like His. We are dead to the world. We are dead to this world's lifestyle. We are dead to sins. We're dead. We've declared so by baptism that we're dead. To everything the world calls life, we're dead. Jesus is going to appear to our great glory, and we're going to appear with Him in glory, according to the fourth verse. Because of these things, because of what we've declared in baptism and what Jesus did for us, and that we're dead, we are to put things to death on a daily basis. And they're described in verses 5 down through 9. 
And they are things that start with a list. The list starts with fornication and it ends with lying in verse 9. We are to put those things to death because we are dead and those members should not have life with us. We should kill every one of them, whether they're anger and malice, inordinate affection or uncleanness. We should put all those things to death. We should go through life saying, I'm dead to that. I'm not going to watch that. I'm dead to that kind of television. I'm dead to that kind of a friend. That friend is not good enough for the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm dead to that kind of a friend. I'm dead. The lifestyles, the rich and famous, I'm dead to that lie of vanity. That's what we should say as we go through life. I'm alive to the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm alive to His saints. I'm alive to His Word. I'm alive to His music. And we, we say that we should be saying that every day and every hour, almost every minute as we face all the decisions in our lives. This is the Word of God. By baptism we declare so much. Let us not be Baptists by tradition. Let us be Baptists by conviction and knowledge. In Romans chapter 6, Paul is going to say three times in 13 verses, knowing we are to know what baptism means and the effect it ought to have on our lives. I am excited about worshiping the Lord with you today, and I hope you're excited. He is worthy of our excitement. And He is justified in punishing us if we are not excited to worship Him. And I hope that today... I hope that we can run these services as, a, as efficiently and as pleasing to the Lord as possible, that we can learn as much as we should, and that we can lift up our hearts and voices and praise Him. Right. We're going to learn what He wants of us in the first assembly, and in the second assembly, we're going to tell Him how much we love His Son. And I hope that you're looking forward to the day. May God bless us, Amen. as was prayed by a couple different brothers in that prayer closet. We only have today. We do not know if we'll have tomorrow. And we're not to boast of tomorrow, but let's boast of today and let's boast of our Lord in the day that He's given us. Let us pray. Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be Thy great and glorious name. The name of the Lord Jehovah, Captain of the host, Creator of heaven and earth, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ and our beloved Father, through His predestinating and special adoption of us as Your children. Our Father in Heaven, our request is simple. Our request is according to Your will. It is that You would show us the Lord Jesus Christ this day and how we can live like He lives and how we can die like He died once to sin. Let us die once to sin and not have to keep redying as he does not redie for us because he puts sins away once for all and lives forever to thy honor and glory in perfect obedience and holiness unto thee. Heavenly Father, you know our frame. We cannot achieve perfect holiness and godliness. However, we are not going to let the members of our flesh reign, rule, and have dominion over us. We choose this day according to our baptisms and by our renewed professions in this prayer, that we want to die to self, die to sin, die to the world, crucify and mortify our old man and the flesh and the members of it, and live unto our Lord Jesus Christ and to thy honor and glory. This is our prayer. 
bless us to this end. Heavenly Father, provide the power of the Holy Ghost of Pentecost to lift us up and strengthen us and to further our resolve and our conviction that we will, in this assembly and in the hours and days to follow that you allow us, we will apply our might to live out the perfect will of God that you have worked in us. Our Father, we're thankful for the privilege of being in your house. It is unbelievable that you would tabernacle among men and within men and in a simple assembly like this. It takes no silver and gold to worship thee. It takes no righteousness of our own, but repentance to worship thee. We come before thee in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, knowing that our worship is made acceptable by him. Our Father, we pray for all your saints and your sheep scattered abroad. There are so many that have no assembly like this. And we pray for each one of them that as the great shepherd, the Lord Jesus Christ, will come and tenderly care for them this day, feeding them, protecting them, carrying them in his arms in ways that we can never approach. We pray for them. Heavenly Father, we pray for all your churches and where men will this day stand in your pulpits with sincere and honest hearts, humbled before thee by your precious word, desiring with all their might to preach truth, regardless of who cares. Heavenly Father, bless them and cause many to care and many to repent of their sinfulness and turn unto Thee. Magnify Thyself this day in many pulpits. Strengthen churches across the earth. Build Your kingdom, we pray. Our Father, preserve our nation. Preserve our health. Be with our families. Save our children. Give us strength and lead us in paths of righteousness for your great namesake. We are thankful that thou hast created us, that we might know thee. We are thankful that thou hast revealed thyself to us and not left us in the depravity and ignorance of our hearts and minds. We thank thee for the revelation of truth from your word. We thank thee for the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven. We thank thee for the saying that is a great and faithful saying that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners of whom we can say we are chief along with our brother. Bless us this day. We pray these things, thanking thee for every good thing, confessing our sinfulness to thee, and praying that you will strengthen us this day to live resurrected lives through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.